Southwestern family of companies welcomes you to the Action Catalyst. Each week, our diversely and amazingly accomplished guests share their insights and inspirations to help us ignite our own. So let's invest attention together to breathe, to reflect and refocus, and decisively defeat that voice we call Mr. Mediocrity. Then let's enjoy moving forward to make a positive difference in our world. This week, Dan Moore interviews John Mitchell. John is a serial entrepreneur who created the top practical application in the world from the legendary book, Think and Grow Rich. When he applied his 12-minute-a-day technique to his own life, he saw his income go to over $5 million a year after 20 years of earning low six figures. It also made him laser-focused every day on only the two to three things that move the needle in his business. The science behind his technique was profiled in a Time Magazine cover story. His goal is to transform the lives of high achievers. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to the Action Catalyst, everyone. We are delighted today to be spending time with John Mitchell. One thing I can tell you in advance is that John is committed to lifelong growth and not the kind of person that will be satisfied with where he is when he knows he could be someplace even greater. So, John, thank you so much for being with us on the Action Catalyst. Hey, Dan. So glad to be here. Good. Well, I know you've had a lot of entrepreneurial experiences uh, at the beginning of your career, but then you hit a point sort of at, at around 50, as you describe it, where you just weren't satisfied, despite the fact you'd had these businesses going, you weren't hitting the level of success that you wanted to hit. What, what were some of the challenges that maybe caused that to happen, where you weren't as successful as you wanted to be, and, and the realizations that came after that? Well, uh, great question. Uh, do you mind if I share with you basically what I discovered at 50? Yes, please. Well, you know, I started out as a CPA and became an entrepreneur when I was 30. But when I turned 50, I just saw that I wasn't as successful as I thought I should be. And Dan, I really had two goals in my life, to make enough money so I didn't have to work and to find the woman of my dreams. And at 50, unfortunately, I felt like I was falling short on both of them. And and as an entrepreneur, you know, I always did pretty well, always made uh, six figures a year, but unfortunately it was low six figures a year. And and on the girl at 50, I'd never been married, although it wasn't from lack of interviewing. I did a lot of interviewing. Uh, but really, you know, I found that the defining moment happened maybe three days after I turned 50. I realized that if I didn't start making over a million dollars a year, I would never have the exceptional life that I always had dreamed of. And it wasn't so much about the money as much as it was about that that freedom. And sure, I wanted the nice lifestyle, but more than anything, I wanted freedom and that sense of accomplishment. And And so I really came to realize that hard work doesn't work. You know, while it works for making seven figures, I mean, six figures a year, it doesn't work for making seven. And and I just, I absolutely knew there had to be something else. And I was pretty darn determined to figure out whatever that something else was. And so, I don't know, I'm, I'm at 50, I'm searching, what is it? And And then probably three months in to being 50, a pearl of wisdom hits, hits me. You know, why not go find the top book in the world on success and achievement ever written, and then take that book and apply it literally word for word to my life. And so I thought, well, that makes a lot of sense logically. And so after one, after some 
research, I found that there is actually one book that exceeds all others, and it's Think and Grow Rich. Dan, are you familiar with Think and Grow Rich? Certainly am, Mr. Napoleon Hill. Right, right. Well, you know, there's, there's a couple of things that are significant that most people don't realize. First, this book has sold over 100 million copies worldwide, whereas the next best-selling book on success has sold less than 10 million. So it's the top book by a factor of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the other thing that most people don't realize is that more millionaires and billionaires have been created from this one book than any other book on the planet. And so, of course, I'm like, well, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And so I, I read it. And the central concept of the book is what you envision in detail on a daily basis is what shows up in your life. And let me say that again. What you envision in detail on a daily basis is what shows up in your life. And so then I discovered a problem, though. There wasn't a practical way to apply that idea to my life in a, in a practical way. And, and so, I don't know, for you know, a couple of weeks, I probably moped around and, and thought, well, I don't know how to apply it. And, and then it hit me, hey, I got to figure out the way. I mean, I'm 50. What, I'm not going to go find a better book, you know, man up and, and figure out how to apply it. And, and that led to creating a 12-minute-a-day uh, mental technique that over nine years I continually tweaked. And, and uh, over that time, I saw my income go from low six figures a year to over $5 million a year. And of course, I felt so incredibly blessed. Uh, it was like a 25-time increase over what it had been over the prior 20 years. And, and really, the cool thing was, I could see why it was happening. I could feel it. And, and I saw that by applying science to my life, really for the first time ever, I was influencing my daily actions and thoughts. And that was so impactful. And, and I also met the women of my dreams from doing this. And so to wrap this up, <clears throat> you know, this, this experience really changed me as an entrepreneur. And I became fascinated by how you could take two key scientific principles and apply them to a person's life and so materially impact your success and achievement in life. And, and that became so fascinating to me. I sold my company and I ended up meeting the uh, chancellor and president at the University of Texas. And I shared him with him my story, and he says, hey, you got to teach this at the University of Texas, and why don't we teach it together? And so that's what I do, but, but my real passion is, is teaching it to entrepreneurs who are just like me, struggling, making six figures a year, but want to transition to seven. That is absolutely incredible. Well, tell me, tell me a bit exactly how the 12-minute-a-day methodology works and how that plays out in your life and, and for others. Well, before I give you all the details of it, you know, I think one of the things that your audience may find interesting is that um, it, this is what I experienced when I was turning 50, was that uh, as, as I would start learning this and talking to people, I found that only one in six people even had heard of the book, Thinking and Grow Rich. And only one in a hundred had knew its central concept. Yet everybody wants to be more successful. I mm. mean, I, I, do you find that interesting? It, it is interesting. Yeah. 
You know, I, I mean, most people don't realize there's one book on success. It's 10 times greater than any, any other book. And I think that just reflects the clutter we have in, in modern society. And I think it also raises the issue, well, if 100 million people read the book, why aren't there 100 million wildly successful people, right? Yeah. So, well, and you know, here's what's interesting, Dan. In the book, it says, on page one, it says there's a secret to creating success, but I'm only going to give you half of the secret. It's on you to figure out the other half. Well, you know, that's a problem in today's society. You know, people aren't going to dig. You ha- I had to dig for it. I didn't see it. Before. You know, I read the book when I was 41 and I didn't see it. But when I was 50, I felt that pressure to to really dig in and figure out you know, what that secret was. And, and so that was the first thing that was sort of significant. And, and the second one, and, and I think this is natural when you turn 50, you're going to evaluate your life. And so I stepped back and I thought, well, you know, on a scale of one to 10, how would I evaluate each area of my life on like career, you know, and this is probably a good thing for your audience to do. Just think on a scale of one to 10, how would you evaluate your career based based on your actual earnings, maybe over the last three years, and then then think, okay, how how would I rate my romantic relationship scale of one to ten or that side of my life, and then lastly, scale of one to ten, how am I at controlling my health and appearance? And you know, when I did that at fifty, it was so impactful to make me see the problem vividly. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. But you so, have the courage to do that self-assessment. And a lot of people don't take the time and the effort or the honesty to dig in the way that you did. Why do you think that is? Well, I think because it reveals some painful results. And it means <laughs> there's going to be a lot of uh, uphill climbs to get out of where they are. And so right. people don't put in the effort. Well, you know, you make a good point because I realized at 50, obviously the solution wasn't in my head because if it was... I'd already have implemented it. And, mm-hmm. and so that was the power of, you know, finding the top book in the world. And, uh, and so that, that was uh, really impactful. And, and, you know, one of the things I realized as I started digging into this is that there's a problem that all of us have that we fundamentally have to overcome. And it's that we're all using an antiquated operating system to run our lives. And, and what I mean by that is that, we are innately geared to be uh, to to geared to survival, and and the impact of that is basically three negative things. First, it causes ninety percent of your thoughts to be fear based, hmm. and secondly, you have less than twenty percent control over yourself, and third, you're reactive rather than proactive on your important agenda. And, you know, all that makes sense, Dan, if, you, you know, if you're running from lions. Mm-hmm. But it's exactly the opposite of the way you need to be if you want to be productive, creative, and happy. And that's the power of this 12-minute-a-day mental technique that I'm going to uh, teach your audience. Well, I tell you what, I'm looking forward to learning that. So please fire away because we, okay. run, we don't want to run from lions. We want lions to run from us. Yeah, right, right. Well, and and – and here's sort of the, before I explain in detail how it works, you know, over the last 20 years, there's been an intense interest in the scientific community as to, you know, what makes the, the 
the mega achiever is different than everybody else. And, and then it comes down to two things, control of self and focus. Well, those are exactly the two things this mental technique addresses. And, you know, it sort of comes down to the fact that your success in each area of your life comes down to your everyday actions, which are driven by your everyday thoughts. And, and that really eliminates why this is different than everything else in the success business, because everything else is strategies and, and oftentimes very good strategies. But, but you know, as well as I do, we got strategies coming out of our ears. What we need is to cause great strategies to show up in our everyday thoughts and actions, because that's where the rubber meets the road. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's what makes this, this different. And, and here's exactly how it works. So we would take your life and compress it down to one sheet of paper, front and back. Now, keep in mind, we're, we're applying, you know, the central concept of uh, the top book in the world. And, and the central concept is, again, what you envision in detail on a daily basis is what shows up in your life. So we take your life, compress it down to one sheet of paper, front and back. On the front is the ideal you in the five key areas of your life, your yourself, your health, your romantic relationship, your spirituality, and your career. So ideal you on the front in those five areas. Then on the back, the improvements you want in each of those five areas, uh, along with your top three goals for the quarter. And, and then on the bottom, we're going to measure the four or five key behaviors associated with those uh, goals. And so basically, you feed this to yourself each day. It takes 12 minutes a day. And after 21 days, that's when the magic happens. That's when the science kicks in. And what you're feeding yourself starts to show up automatically without thinking in your thoughts and actions. And, and that's the power of this. What this really is, is applying science to your life to up your success. Does, mm-hmm. that, does that make sense? Well, it does, because it does take time to form a new habit and to convince our subconscious that we're not the same person we were before. Right, right. I mean, I, I sort of think, I mean, I, I'm curious to see what you think, but, I, you know, it's just common sense that it, if you fed exactly the person you want to be, exactly what you want to accomplish, and precisely how you're going to achieve your clearly defined goals. If you fed that to yourself every day, of course, that's going to affect your daily thoughts and actions. I mean, how could it not? And I think that's, besides all the power of the science, and, you know, the science was on, uh, profiled on the cover of Time magazine, but just pure common sense tells you that if you did that, it would be truly impactful. And, mm-hmm. and I'll give you an example of, of how it happens. As I mentioned, I didn't get married until I was 50 or in my 50s. And one of the things I discovered was that every once in a while, your, your spouse will say something irritating. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced that? I've only been married to 42 years. It's never happened once. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, being the the rookie to marriage, I didn't know that happened. And but uh, when it did, I thought, man, it was so hard to get someone to marry me. I darn sure don't want to run her off. And so I thought, you know, um, I want to I, I thought, 
you know, I want to be flexible, patient, and thoughtful. That's what I want to be. And so I, I started feeding that to myself every day. And um, after about 15 days in, nothing. Dan, I mean, I wasn't any more flexible, patient, or thoughtful 15 days in than I was when I started, that despite the fact reading it every day. But about the 21st day or 22nd day, uh, Ginger says something irritating. And I'm telling you, Dan, in that moment, I was flexible, patient, and thoughtful. I didn't have to think about it. That's who I had become. And when that happened, it was like, wow, now I see the power of this. It's like almost a light bulb going on. And, and, it, uh, and it took, uh, you know, basically 21 days. And the, and the reason it didn't work 15 days in is because the subconscious mind thought that that programming was going away. And, but once it realized that that programming was not going away, then it fed it up to my, my conscious mind uh, automatically without thinking. And that mm-hmm. was the, the, the magic of it, really. Right. Now, John, do you find that a lot of people get to that 14 or 15 day point and they conclude this stuff just doesn't work and they stop just a few feet short of it, it actually happening? You know, that's a great question. I, I do not find that because anybody that does my program, I have a pretty extensive program and uh, I, I teach them, here's how it works. And, 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 you know, this is probably a good time to share why that works. Uh, okay. This, this is sort of the science behind it. Here's how the human mind basically works. The conscious mind sets your intention and is influenced by logic. The subconscious mind controls your everyday thoughts and ongoing actions, and it's influenced only by repetition. And I'll I'll give you an example of this. Let's say you want to lose weight. Well, the conscious mind sets the intention to lose weight based on the logic of the health benefits. But the reason people aren't losing weight is is not from lack of intention. It's, It's from lack of influencing what they eat and exercising their daily actions and thoughts. And, and keep in mind, their, their daily actions are driven by their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so, and the subconscious mind is only influenced by repetition. Logic doesn't, doesn't matter at all to the subconscious mind. And that's sort of the fundamental idea that people need to grasp is that, oh, I see my, my daily thoughts and actions are only influenced by repetition. So it doesn't matter how hard I press the logic, it's that daily repetition of this 12-minute-a-day mental technique that drives that repetition home. And, and that's the science, you know, mm-hmm. being applied to your life to up your success. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And when you said that a lot of people lack focus and they lack the discipline, it means that they maybe give up on this process partway through before they make those mental changes. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I'd be curious to see what you think about this. I heard a great definition of, of discipline just recently. It's, it's, uh, remembering what's important, what actions are important and why I never thought about it like that, but yeah. What do you think about that? Does that resonate with you? Well, it, it, it totally makes sense. It's like the old statement of you need to care about what you want the most, not what you want at the moment. Yeah, right, right. 
Well, and you know, one of the things that people ask me oftentimes is, well, okay, uh, this all sounds good, but how did your income go from 20 years, a low six figures a year to over $5 million a year? And, and here's how that, that happens. Part of this uh, 12-minute-a-day mental technique is I feed myself four things regarding my uh, career. I'm feeding my business plan, my succinct version of my business plan, mm-hmm. my strategy for success, the two or three things that move the needle, and the linchpin issue, whatever that issue is that takes my business from where it is today to the next level. So those four things are succinctly articulated, and I read those to myself every day. Well, three things happen. First of all, your business plan is so easy to implement because it's just so top of mind. And then secondly, you become laser focused only on what moves the needle because you you know time is your most precious commodity. And once you're feeding every day what moves the needle, all distractions fall by the wayside. And then the third thing that happened, and this was surprising, by simply feeding your strategy for success and your business plan to yourself every day, it causes uh, those two things to evolve 20 times quicker than they ever do before. And, and that's because you're feeding it to your subconscious mind every day, and your subconscious mind is constantly evaluating it tweaking it, looking for flaws in it. And, and I felt this, this momentum pulling me forward in my career in a way that it never had happened before. And, and it was this combination that I could just see, boy, I'm just operating mentally at a much higher plane. And I'm like, I'm playing the game of life at a much higher level simply from doing this 12-minute-a-day mental technique. Mm-hmm. I think it's phenomenal what you're sharing with everybody, John. Thank you. Um, and you share this with students. So how long a period of time do you generally take to explain this in detail with exercises and processes? Does this take weeks or months to implement? I know you no. have a wonderful book on it. So I would like to hear more about that too. Well, you know, here's, here's how it sort of works. You know, um, I find I, I teach it to students, but I really, I, I find that people have to have more failure in their life to really get this. Because oftentimes I tell my students, and you'll relate to this, if you do life like everybody else, you're getting an average life. Just count on it. It's it's pure math. And you know, every what everybody's doing is they're, you know, just putting their head down and working hard. Well, that's that'll that'll produce a, an average to good life, but it's not going to create the exceptional life. And so uh, this 12 minute a day technique is something that less than 1% of the population, uh, uh, does. And, and so that's why I find that people a little older than in their early twenties find this so powerful because they've now experienced that, Oh, doing life like everybody else doesn't work for the exceptional life. And there's, I see there's a lot of people that abhor the average life. I sure didn't want the average life. And at 50, I'm like, I got to do something about it. And, but, but candidly, 80% of people are happy with the average life. Mm -hmm. And so, 
if that's if that's someone, this is not for them. Right. Uh, when I was a beginning book salesman at the age of eighteen, I was given a, given a pamphlet called "The Common Denominator of Success." Right. And one of the points I made in there is that the hardships of a poor living are easier to put up with than the hardships of making a better living. Wow, that is powerful. And people therefore get satisfied with the poor living than they could have had because it does take mental effort and discipline and focus, all the things you're talking about. Right, And right. Life, exp life experience, a whole passel full of failures helps you be more, more coachable about a change. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, when I, when I created this, and this happened a few years ago, I thought, well, I'm going to go see the top expert in the world on success and show it to him and see what he thinks. And and I, of course, it's a matter of opinion, but a lot of people think that Darren Hardy is the top expert in the world on, on success and achievement. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so I, I figured out a way to, to get with him and I spent three days with him and uh, showed him what I created. And he sort of looks at it and he goes, yeah, this is pretty good. And he looks at it a little closer and he goes, wow, this is really good. But he says, but John, people aren't going to spend 12 minutes a day on anything to improve their success. And I said, well, Darren, how can that be? I mean, this is based on the top book, of the world on success. Uh, you know, it's applying the central concept. Uh, and he goes, hey, I know you're like that. You'll spend 12 minutes. I'll spend 12 minutes. But he says the dirty little secret of the success business is that most people will not spend 12 minutes a day on anything to impact their success. And he says, you need to go find people where, uh, who are really driven people who are determined to achieve more, where success is a uh, necessity rather than merely a preference. And he says mo to, to most people, Success is merely just a, a preference. They like to be more successful, but if it doesn't happen, that's no problem. And so that was hugely enlightening to me. And he says, you know, so many people are sleepwalking through life and uh, they don't realize that li their life is passing them by. And then they wake up when they're 70 and go, darn, it's, you know, this life I wanted, uh, I can't get now. Mm-hmm which is, is, is tragic. And you're trying to avoid that tragedy by passing on something that people can do if they'll do the focus and the discipline. Right. Right. And, and the way I sort of teach this to people, I have a, an online course that is very thorough uh, and uh, fully explains how it applies to each area of your life. It also has a, a template that, that helps you uh, compress your life down to one sheet of paper a very, very thorough course. And as an introduction to your listeners, I have a webinar. It's a free webinar where we really get into here's, here's the science, here's how it works. And, and, and if your listeners will go to the unfairedge.com, hmm. they can get the free webinar. The unfairedge.com. All right. Right. Make a note of that unfairedge.com. And, you know, I sort of look at it like, uh, Dan, this really gives you an advantage in life. Uh, I, I call it the unfair edge because I'm just telling you, it darn sure does. I mean, mm -hmm. it really gives you 
an advantage. And I, I look at it as it's a new way of thinking, a new way of doing, doing life. It's, it's really a success formula. And throughout my 30s and 40s, I always was looking for that, you know, that one thing that would be a success formula that if you did it, it assured your success. And at 50, I'm like, well, I guess it doesn't exist. Well, as it turns out, it did exist. It was just buried in the top book in the world on success. So you had to go dig for it, but it's it's there. Right. And and you had to get to a point of what they call inspirational dissatisfaction in, in a book that he co-authored with uh, W. Clement Stone. Right. And unless somebody is inspired enough by their dissatisfaction, then they're probably not going to make changes. Right. And that's why the, the you know, 21-year-olds I teach oftentimes, I mean, you know, a third of them will get it and two thirds won't just because they don't have enough failure in their life to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Can you expand a little bit on what you said before, John, about how hard work doesn't work? Yes. Um, I think that uh, hard work is a given. I mean, everybody's working hard. And, and, and I think that produces an average life. And I'm a big advocate of, of hard work. But I, and I saw when I was in my 30s and 40s, I was working, you know, 70 hours a week pretty consistently. And I'm making six figures a year, low six figures a year. And uh, at 50, I'm like, well, you know, I can't work any harder. Obviously, it, it, it creates a, a decent life, but it doesn't create the exceptional life. And, and you know, I really came to grips with, Hey, I want the exceptional life. And, you know, once I started doing this and, and started the, the exceptional life started to come, it was way more than the money. I mean, sure. I love the, the, the lifestyle and living on in a paid for house on Lake Austin here. But what was so powerful was the freedom now to get up every day and do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, sense of accomplishment the uh and really the thing i see is that that i am passionate about helping other people because that's one of the great things about human nature if if you are blessed and i feel like i'm blessed you want to help other people and i see that this is so powerful and so easy to implement uh and that that i want to share it with the world uh-huh. And and it's great, which is why I think it be it exists in print. Right. How right. can how can people get hold of that? It's a wonderful book. Well, the book is uh in the process, but candidly, I see the problem with books. So many people read a book and they go, Well, I don't know really how to apply it. I mean, just like I did with Think and Grow Rich. Hmm. And so I've got the book basically written, but I'm like, I want to I want them to go to my webinar. I want them to take my course, which is way more powerful than a book. I'm sure I'm going to finish the book. You know, it, it again comes down to just doing it. But I'm like, hmm, I'm not so sure I, I want to even publish it because it takes away from what I think is the most powerful thing I have to offer. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a step-by-step process that takes repetition. So I can see where your webinar could elicit more action from people than, than a book. Right. And I, and I see that the the, book though, there's a lot in, in, in this. So please. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and, you know, I see that the biggest thing today is people feel stressed. And, and I was just reading in, I think Gallup did a poll and said, we've never been more stressed 
our our country is more stressed than any any country. And I see the power of this because stress comes from a lack of control, a sense of a lack of control. If you f- feel like you have control, then you don't feel stress. And and so when you're creating this immense amount of intention and clarity about your life, where you're literally compressing your life down to one sheet of paper, you know, it fits in a stand and it sits on your nightstand. You can literally then pick it up, hold it in your hand and hold your life in one hand. That immediately gives you a sense of, of, uh, control over your life. Even when you walk into your bedroom and see it there, it gives you a sense of control. That's good. That's that's part of the power of it. And it's a visual reminder that you can see every time it's right there in front of you. Exactly. Um, John, some of our listeners are, are really facing tough situations now. Their business or their personal life or their health really in crisis. What, what would you advise somebody that is currently out of aces? They look at their hand and there's just not much there. What, right. what would you say to that person to get, get back on track and regain belief? You know, that's a, that's a great question. I, th- I think the thing that I would say to them is, you know, step, step away from your life today and just on a sheet of paper, articulate what are the personal qualities you want? What do you want for your health? What do you want for your romantic relationship? What are the spiritual principles that you live by? What do you want with your career? And just just get that sort of going. And 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 also maybe what improvements would you like? Just be be myopically focused on your life and what what you've created and what and what you want to create. And just by that that stepping back and objectively doing that analysis of your life, part of that would also be appreciating what you have, whatever you feel like you're blessed with. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that becomes the starting point and, and, and then it evolves to where, oh, there's this 12 minute a day mental technique that, that can compress all this and can end up creating what I envision. You know, I may not be where I want to be today, but there's a, there's a tool that's a tangible tool as opposed to, you know, a strategy, which is go do this, go do that. Mm-hmm. You're really working on change from the inside out and helping people see themselves differently, which I think is great. Wow. John, time with you flies. Is is there another, any other uh, final words of encouragement that you could share? Because we are living in challenging times in the country. There's a lot of polarized feelings. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of question marks about where we're headed as a nation. Any things that you could share to help people regain the balance and equilibrium and the sense that they can they can not only cope but thrive. Well, I, you know, you're like I am. You you've been on this planet a long time, like I have, and we go through peaks and valleys. Yes, we're very acrimonious at the at the moment, but but candidly, I think that some of that is good because it's it it needed to happen. Uh, I don't want to see it uh, happening going forward, but but I think that when you look at the long view, this, this country will come back together in terms of, you know, respecting the other point of view and, and we're all wanting to wanting the same thing, you know, and, and once we get past where we are today, it'll, it'll cycle back in the future. It's going to come somewhere in the middle, which is probably the best place. Mm -hmm. 
I'm a believer in making America, America again. Right, so right. Well, and you great. know, it's a, the greatest country. I mean, you can make your life whatever you want it to be. And, and that's why I'm passionate about what I have is because I think I have the tool, the simple tool to, to make that happen. Well, you also have generosity of spirit, John, because you're willing to share this, teach it to young people, because even if they don't hear all of it, believe me, I work with young people every day. They hear enough of it that it's a right. difference maker. So well done to you. Thank you so much for sharing and, and for giving and for modeling and being exactly who you are. Okay. John, thank, thank you. Man. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to subscribe. To stay updated on everything that the Action Catalyst is up to, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Action Catalyst Podcast and Twitter at Catalyst underscore Action. Thanks for listening.